Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's episode 353 of the MailRite Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Today, Jonathan and I are going to be talking about the unpronounceable, the undefinable Zerple. If you don't remember what the name of this system is, uh, well, besides the fact that it starts with a Z, nobody blames you. At one point, and John literally didn't wasn't even in the business when this happened, but at one point, Zerpa was a monster in the real estate marketing sandbox, but they have really lost relevancy for a whole bunch of different reasons, not the least of which is a scathing review that I actually wrote on them a number of years back. But having said that, we're still going to talk about them again today. Before we do so, um, I want everybody to acknowledge that whatever you get from John today, he has one handled a whole bunch of customer stuff today. And two, he did an entire web development conference this morning. So he's actually on the back, the back, the back uh, stuff today. So without no further ado, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, I don't know what to say, Rob. Uh, um, let's be a little bit kind with them. But um, I'm the uh, co-founder of this podcast with Robert. Uh, um, I'm the founder of MailRite. We build beautiful websites for real estate agents and brokers on WordPress. And we've got a suite of marketing tools and a, and a CRM to help you get digital leads. Back over to you, Rob. So, um, Zerple, so for those of you that you don't know, has the appearances of being like every other system that's out there, which is you get like a beautiful screen and you have a property and then there's a search bar and you start to search. And that's where Zerple does actually become quite different. Now, Zerple was the first um, before even Wilopo. They were the first behavioral marketing system that existed inside real estate. And I think the development team behind them was Constellation, which is just a way of saying the Constellation also built Z57. So then they bought and then started to work on Zerpel. And what they do is they're really good at identifying where in the customer journey would it be a good idea to try to communicate to the client. As an example, when you were searching on Zerpel, you would get this message sent to you through the system on the website that would say, hey, Bob, we noticed that you're looking at one, two, three, four, five, you know, uh, Pineapple Street. Would you like to see this house or are you just uh, shopping around right now? And then it would be like a yes or no question. So Zerpel's magic was getting you to start to respond within the system. They would they would proactively interact with you as the person using the platform. And then, of course, if you answered enough yes questions, you'd end up in an appointment with the person that was speaking to you. Now, the, the genius of Zerpel used to be that you could keep using the Zerpel platform without most of the really super annoying registration triggers. So you could come back over and over again and have these very gentle messages, which you could dismiss. And then eventually, somewhere down the line, you could register when you were ready to see a house. So it was like behavioral marketing. Uh, that was pretty cool. So, but unfortunately, Zerpel is, um, boy, oh boy. Did they just, uh, John, you can bleep this out. Boy, did they shit the bed in terms of their sales strategies, their 
their contract strategies. The reason that I wrote a scathing review is in all the time that I did this, I went and I signed a $12,000 contract with Zerpal on behalf of a client of mine. Oh. And I'm the one that told them to use Zerpal. I said, hey, we need to use Zerpal. So we signed the agreement. I signed the agreement on behalf of my client. I signed it for them because at the time I was acting like a consultant, John. I was doing, I was basically a remote CMO for a brokerage in Denver. And so I signed the agreement with what obviously with the broker's approval. And when they sent me the agreement, I had clearly said six months, we'll do six months. They agreed to six months. And then I being uh, an asshole didn't actually read the entire contract. I didn't read all the fine print. What had happened is a salesperson had changed the contract language so that it was a 12 month agreement and he had done it on purpose and I didn't catch it and I signed the thing. So when I did catch it, they said, tough titty, sir. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't catch it. That's your bad, not our bad. So then I talked to the client, of course, and, and their opinion was exactly what it should have been. Well, you were the officer who signed this agreement on, on our behalf. So you're responsible. So what they did is they canceled the agreement because they were unhappy with the platform. It wasn't working very well. It does not, Zerpal does not work very fast. You should expect a year or two before you start seeing decent leads generated by this platform. But my client was unhappy. And so they, they couldn't wait that long. So of course, the entire ball of wax fell on me. Not only did I have to complete the, the contract, but in addition to that, I had to reimburse my client for having recommended them in the first place uh, and having it, it was just, it was, it was a shit. It was, a, it was an absolute fail, John. I couldn't get a hold of anybody in customer service. I got a bad experience. I even pulled the card, which you and I have probably really reluctantly pulled. Like I, I even told Zerpel at the time, listen, I'm an influencer inside the real estate space. Please, for the love of God, make an exception to your rules, to which they literally said, that you know basically go fuck yourself they didn't use that exact language but they they said they said absolutely not doesn't matter who you are they they literally did say that doesn't matter who you are this is the rule sorry tough titties we're too bad you don't like it right so what i did is i after the after that i actually committed and john you've known me a while so how how upset do i have to be to then take that and put down, I basically recorded the conversation, the result, the contract, everything from start to finish. I just outlined the customer journey that I had with it. Well, that, that, isn't, that isn't the um, YouTube that I watched. The YouTube I watched maybe was the one where you seem pretty um, reasonably calm. Uh, um, and you just did, I'm going to put it into chat. Obviously, people are listening to this podcast um but um i'm going to put it into private chat um i put it into private chat that's the one i was watching um and yeah i'm really sorry to hear of your experience it to say it sounds a bit rough is a, a slight understatement um but um you know, hopefully I was watching the right video. Uh, uh, um, well, here's the yeah. thing. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't look to 
destroy anybody. And they do have game-changing technology inside the platform. They, they, they are halfway responsible for the thing that is Wilopo. They're the people that came up with the idea of a completely automated customer journey with completely automated leads that the realtor never has to do anything for. And you don't. Zerpal does work that way. You don't do squat. And the platform does eventually build a relationship with the client. And then eventually, uh, with enough time, you start to get really qualified leads. It is actually pretty cool technology. To it. That's what my video says. Um, but I've not... So, so there's a little bit more of a journey because anybody who researches Zerpal is going to find me, John. I'm all over the first page of Google for everything related to Zerpal. And here's the thing. A couple years later, the head of their sales department did reach out to me. And um, uh, this, 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 the head of the sales department then uh, at like he, he basically was trying to get a little bit of this review tempered down. And unfortunately for him, I did some research on the head of the sales department. And it turned out that he had a lot of online complaints about him. And so I just posted one, one single complaint and then put it up on my review. So it actually had the exact opposite intent that they, that they wanted it to have, which yeah. is where I, I posted a message so, to the So before, you know, let's just go over what I gathered by watching your sure video, right? Um, <laughs> I, it, it looked like... Um, it's John's way of saying, ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't want to hear it anymore. That's which is um, which is fine. <laughs> I think I think I think Robert's made his feelings very clear. He normally makes well, I say that it makes his feelings towards me very clear sometimes. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> sometimes I deserve it. Uh, um, uh, um, but what I was getting from your video review, which I watched, was that um, this. This artificial, this way of engagement to get to the website seemed fine. But um, the bit that I concentrated on was how they got traffic to the website. And, you you know, you were saying buyer, buyer leads, they were using Google adverts, seller, seller leads, they were using Facebook adverts. You, um, the actual... Um, messages the email um i don't know if they they've got they combine it with text messages now i think when i was watching your video review they send off a series of um emails um mm-hmm. you said that they you can't really customize them yourself you have to ring them and put in a support request to have any of those emails changed that was painful I think you were saying extremely painful. There was a lot of configuration um, that you had to do to get it to a stage where you were reasonably happy with it. Um, Then um, you showed some of the landing page. They offer automotive. um, You put in your um, postcode, in your zip code, and it produces an automatic... um, report um and then it sends it off i think you said in your video your particular client because of their um processes then 
that didn't suit them, but to try and there wasn't any scope of changing that. And then you showed some of the landing pages that they utilise for their Facebook adverts, which is basically seem to just be one option where they offer this report, basically. Mm -hmm. And I got the impression that it had echoes of bold leads. And I'm not going to, I'm in a difficult position because of mail, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm not going to talk about mail, right? But it had a lot of echoes of bold leads, but not a very good bold leads alternative, basically. Um, What's your feelings of about what I've just outlined. Am I am I factually correct about some of the things I've got from your video? Well, well, I mean, you, you're factually correct in the things that you remember getting from my video. And at the time that I did the video, I was smart in that I did all my Zerple reviews right after I finished using Zerple. And this is one of those platforms where I actually used it with a real dollar budget. Like I actually had, I think we ran 10 grand through them. So that, I mean, this is a decent sized number. You know, it's a decent test. We ended up getting about 30, 40, 50 leads of which not a single one converted, but I was sending them to a client who historically wasn't all that communicative to me or all that great about reporting into me about how or what they did with the lead. So saying that, to be fair to everybody involved, I don't know what happened. And you know, with most leads generated off these systems, John, you got to you got to have a fairly decent follow up in place. These systems yeah. like Ylopo, the average conversion time that I'm hearing about on the platform right now is like 12, 13 months. That's like how much. Ha- so you're following up with all of these clients ad nauseum before you finally get a lead that is going to convert. And so, but the basic things I outlined, I've just outlined. Uh, they are the basic facts, are they not, to some extent, of how the system works? Yes. So let's uh, let's go to our break 30 seconds early because I do have – there's a place that this system excels. It really, really is good, and it probably still quite good if you used it this way, and I'm going to explain it when we come back from the break. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. As usual, we're having a surprising conversation because John definitely didn't know he was going to walk into a cow patty of a conversation when he opened the door. He's like, hey, you want to do talk about Zerple? I'm like, sure, I'll talk about Zerple. <laughs> but every time I got to talk to him in my heart, in the way that I think, I, I feel like I've got to share my experience. We'll be right back. Oh, do us a favor. John and I would really appreciate it if you, and he's he's like doing all sorts of crazy ass. Like you guys got to watch the video. For those of you listening, watch the video. He does funny shit when I'm trying to like talk. Okay. So anyway, we'll be right back and we're looking forward to coming back. Do us a favor, click the like on the social buttons and, and like, you know, make sure that uh, you share this show with your friends, especially if they've been asking you about Zerbal. Thanks. Build next generation WordPress forms with WS form. The only fully responsive, no code form plugin. Choose from over 60 feature-rich field types, conditional logic, repeaters, calculations, and more than 65 integrations to build intuitive, accessible forms. Upgrade your form plugin today at wsform.com. Use coupon code WPTONIC for 20% off any WS form edition. 
Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the MailRite Podcast. We are super excited to once again be talking to you about a system that actually I didn't have a great experience with. And at the beginning of the break, uh, it's called Zerple. You can just look them up. It's Zerple.com, the Z-U-R-P-L-E.com. A lot of you haven't heard of them because they've been losing ground and losing steam for a while now. But they still have one area that they really do excel in. They excelled in four or five years ago, and I'm sure they excel in it now because they were hard to touch. And that is as follows. If you have 500 to 3,000 email addresses that you just have been sitting on old leads and you're not doing shit with them, nothing, not doing anything, not emailing, not nothing, you can just turn them over to Zerple. And what Zerple will start doing is doing the very traditional, very standard, here's some listings available inside your zip code, so on and so forth. Well, when somebody clicks those like a looky-loo, the behavioral marketing will definitely nurture these leads in a much more impactful and, and amazing way than, let's say, just emailing them or just sending them into an IDX website. There will be prompts and pops up. They'll feel like they're having a conversation with you while they're searching mm-hmm. through the platform, which means that those handful of your leads that decide to start looking at properties again or looking at property prices using Zerple will actually feel engaged with you. Zerple is a great re-engagement machine. It's probably the only thing that it's really good at. So if you are sitting on some leads and really when you start talking about a re-engagement machine and try to start, talk, try to start talking about cost, there is no like cost number that you can put on. If we can get you 10, 20, 30 transactions out of five, 3,000 old leads you're doing nothing with, there's a lot of money to spend there to recapture that business. Wouldn't you agree, John? Yeah, but you could just, you know, you should have somebody, a VA or somebody in your organization that could ring these people up anyway, really. Correct. Well, there's another thing that, that Zerple does, which I'd actually forgotten about. I just reread my my review. So what they also do, which is interesting, is they, as people are searching through their platform, they do whatever they're going to do. When you, the user, log into Zerple, Zerple has sorted the behavior of the people using the platform into preferred browsing, expensive favorites and return. They essentially will rank the, the behavior of the, of the person doing the searching. And should you be inclined to make some phone calls, the, they will be sorted for you. Based oh, on God. what? Talk, talking to actual prospects. God, you can't have that, can we? Chokora, <laughs> 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 actually, an uh, agent uh, will actually have to call up and have a discussion with possible prospects. Never. Right. Right. So there's some really cool features, but Zerple, if, and, and the other thing that Zerple still wins a prize on, because I still haven't figured out how they do this. And John, that hasn't happened often in my entire career. They figured out, out how to add a gateway that you had to register in. So they, there was a view that would sh- come down in Google in Google Earth so that you could come down and do a street-level view of a listing, right? Like you, you fly in. Right as you hit the listing, it blurred. 
And then they're like, register to see the listing. Oh, right. Using Google, I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. It should have been impossible. So they figured out a way to add a code of some kind so that they could actually blur the I did notice that um, I did notice when you were doing your video review, the actual reporting side was impressive. It, it looked like they had done a nice job, and it's not something that the mail right system we concentrated on. We just done this CRM, but it's a nice CRM. It's a basic one. It's not follow up boss or nothing, but it's not pitched at that. Um, and I don't. Do they um do they have their own CRM in built into it or it's just the reporting side? Um, I don't think they did. Do I think they just provide the reports about? They just provide the reports. It's quite nice. Yeah, they don't have Um, a CRM. It's just the other bit. The other bits that you reviewed just didn't seem up to bold lead standards. Really, it just seemed to be like. You know, kind of bold leads, but in, uh, a bit anemic. That's the right word. A bit anemic compared to what bold leads does, really, or real geeks, maybe. Yeah. Um, is, am I on the right track? You you are. And a number of years ago, guys, for those people listening, what you get is you get a website for two agents and one, and and then they they have like some fees, and all these fees are probably higher now. All of them. The the actual lowest amount that you could spend on the platform was 250 but it was really limited and then they had a package called standard power and domination which was 250 500 1000 and 2000 and they would basically break those numbers out into buyers leads and seller leads so let's just say that you wanted both buyers and seller leads you would have to spend $1000 on standard for like to get both those systems and- Engaged. And to be fair, if you're going to be using on the buy on the buy, you're going to be utilizing Google Google paid advertising. That right. That's what you know. That's what you start off with, isn't it? You know that. You know that. That's that doesn't give you too much, does it? <laughs> no. And then they had something that was complete and utter baloney on their bolt on their platform, which really distressed me and still distresses me because it's simply not true. Do I do I distress you, Rob? Oh, uh, sometimes. <laughs> but then again, my cats distress me sometimes, John. So that's not saying. saying he's comparing listeners. <laughs> he's comparing me to a cat. Uh, <laughs> not not far off the truth. All right. <laughs> Except they probably groom themselves more. No, I'm just kidding. All right, stop, stop. You got me off. You got me off. I'm lucky that my I'm lucky that my podcast partner, who's just cracking up, is English because they're used to throwing some pretty hard punches when they decide to joke with each other. So I'm incredibly lucky that John happens to be an English. The more, bloke. The more abuse I get from Rob, the more I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so the um. The platform has something called an exclusivity fee, or at least they used to, and it was $200 a month. And they claimed that if you paid them the $200 a month, they would give you exclusivity into uh, zip codes or markets. And I knew that I know this to be completely false. This is not something that was true. It was just basically $200 that you'd spend for nothing, for a nice idea that they wouldn't honor. And so it makes them a system that's a little bit on the scammy side, which is too bad. The system fixed rate 349, which is what you could be investing in for those emails that I told you about, 
was a really good deal. And I think you have to pin, spend like an extra few hundred dollars to get this up to a certain number of contacts loaded into the system. So I remember the last time I did the math, like to get a few thousand contacts into the system and just you like email out to existing users, no advertising would end up being about $600 a month, which may sound like a lot of money to some of you. But let me tell you, for a decent email campaign that's going to reactivate mm-hmm. old, non, like non-active, like prospects that you have without you doing anything, no calls, no nothing. That's actually a steal. That's a steal. If the pricing was even a thousand dollars a month, that would still be a steal. For those of you who are running big teams and brokerages, as you well know. You should definitely have that line item in there. You should have $2,000 being sent to your 10,000 contacts that may, may have been thrown into your cold bucket or not getting worked actively bucket, something like that. But anyway, this it's a good system um, for that specific activity. So what is the system comparable to? Because John's been alluding. Um, there isn't anything that's really always ever been quite like Zerpel, but Zerpel, which was bought by Perseus, was made uh, some of the remotely similar things. Like John is comparing bold leads. There really isn't actually comparison between the two. Sorry, John. Bold leads is a funnel system. It runs you directly into a very robust CRM. Zerpel has no CRM, so that makes him wildly different right out of the gate. But Zerpel is kind of close I, to... I kind of respectfully disagree with you a little bit there. Okay. Well, there's no automated version of following up with leads. So, well, okay. in, Zer- in Zerpel. In Zerpel. So oh, you right. can't... Like, it does, like it you, do, yeah. you do get a list of leads, but you get this behavioral list and that's it. You're not really... Oh, right. That you're not really having the ability to work the leads out. Well, of I suppose I'm just going by the video about these landing pages and and they fill it in and it goes in. I I I, I presumed that they were going to do some follow through, but obviously you just informed me that they don't. So. The platform does the follow through. That's the thing about it, and that's also very similar to some ideas, some great ideas that Ylopos took. They took from Zerpel, including the idea behind taking behavioral marketing and calling it AI. Everybody's been taking behavioral marketing and calling it AI. There's nobody inside the real estate space uh, that I know of currently that actually has autonomous learning as part of a like a marketing platform. Autonomous learning is coming. I know of a, of a number of, of early stage investment companies working on things, but saying that it exists right now today, it does not. Does not exist for Ilopo, does not, not you still, exist for you still gotta, But you still got to get the people to the website to do whatever you plan to do with them, don't you? Correct. And in that, you are accurate. In that, <laughs> the strategy to get people to the site was almost identical to Boldleads. In that, the method of driving traffic was almost 100% correct. So, so the strategy... The, the traffic strategy, the, the direct marketing strategy was almost 100% the same. Same thing with Real Geeks, though. Real Geeks, Bold Leads, uh, Zerpel. Um, so I think, what, I, think, I think what you're saying to me is, but when they got to the website, their actual techno- technology and, and their technology at this point is actually a bit more sophisticated than what you would get with bold leads from real Correct. geeks. But the problem is 
which maybe is why we had a bit of a cross-communication or different impressions, is the bits before you get onto the website and the actual look of the website Mm -hmm. um, didn't seem to match Real Geeks or Bold Leads and and quite a few of the other players out there. Correct. Because once again, except for the technology development of the chops, like once Zerpel doesn't care, I I get the impression that they're letting this whole platform languish. They're just letting it run out of steam, run out of investment while they while they milk it for the clients that have it and use it, John, they've waited three years for the platform to kick in and it's kicked in. They kind of are super loyal. So whatever the there's a certain level of profit, and I, I don't see the market going away because some of those clients are under the impression that they have exclusive agreements with Zerpal. They built up for years using the platform. They now collect like it's working now, which means that they they've got years worth of effort generated into the platform. I don't see them going anywhere. I think Zerpal is going to continue to generate even in a bad marketplace, a down real estate market. I think that they're going to end up having, let's call it probably six, 700 clients still spending whatever they're spending, probably, probably making two to $3 million a year that they can churn out that money. They can just consistently. And the last, the way that, that Perseus was running Zerpal was their manager, their CEO was actually the CEO of two separate companies. So they just said, they kind of said, Oh, you're the, you're the CEO of Zerpal or Z57. Hey, Mark, take over Zerpal. And he did. (laughs) And that was it. They just assigned the same guy to manage this other marketing division. It's they've literally pay no attention to it. I think, I think the, or at least they weren't. I think the, I think the rats are running the ship is what I think is, <laughs> is, is what I think is happening. <laughs> I just love it. And the listeners must love it because we're getting more listeners. Uh, we're still growing in our list. I feel they just like our little patter. We 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 have a laugh as we make these reviews, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and having said all that, like I said to everybody listening, I just want to be super, 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 super clear. Still, nobody has done anything like Zerpal. It's still unique, even now. Like Wailopo is the closest, and they don't do the same thing. They put a lot of hooks into their text messaging system, into their structurally install. That which is what they use to to send out text messages. So they absolutely have the ability to, um, like like it feels like you're having a dialogue with somebody. We can't. I, I haven't got a lot of knowledge artificial. I've got a friend that's got a, a, a very powerful WordPress plugin called Burfe. It's a a competitor to Jarvis. Um, it's our, it helps you write content, basically, and I use it on a number of clients' websites, and I use it myself, and it really works. It's very, very good, Bertha. Um, and But utilising artificial, what is classified as for behavioural monitoring and adaptation, I just presume it's not very easy. I, I just presume that it, this is a difficult, difficult nut to crack because otherwise they all be at it wouldn't they yeah um for those of you who are listening i'm reading through my zerpo review it's still relevant it's five years old 
but you can get a, I did a detailed deep, deep, deep dive right in the midst of having the experience. I can tell though, Rob, that the pain is still there, Rob. Well. The suffering and the, I brought back bad memories to you. It is always, it is always disappointing, John, because I take this really weird view. Everybody that is in the real estate marketing industry, they're in my industry and I'm in theirs. This results like this are what give all of us, you, me, everybody, a bad name, man. Bad name. When you get on the phone with a real estate agent and they are just out of their mind with sorrow and pain over a real estate marketing system, there's nothing, nothing more disappointing than going through all this. And then the worst stories. Now, this is the Worst story that actually happened to me, John, you're looking at it. This is the worst thing in all my years, like acting on behalf of my my brokerage clients, my big, either my big name clients or stuff like that. I got hired as a remote CMO quite a few times. And when I did, this is the worst experience that we ever had. This one right here, lie to deceive support documents. When I went to get like, they're like, go look at our support documents. Okay. I go and open up the support document and they're showing a, like the wrong system. They didn't upgrade their fucking support documents. They, so they sent you to a place where the information was not available. Like, <laughs> like what can they do? I can't cry. I'm just laughing. But, so, but, um, but the technology was cool. It is cool. Like what they did, like the development on it, it was so clever. They were the first, John. They were the innovators. And, and why Lopo copied them. I wonder how they're doing it because I, I don't think I just don't know enough. Do you think they are using some kind of machine learning, or is it just trickery? Is it which one? Cli- which one? Which one? Which one are we talking about? Or do I think that Zerpel is? Or yes, yeah, Do you do you Zerpel? Do you think they've got some kind of machine learning behind it, or, that- or do you think it's smoke and mirrors? But it's very good smoke and mirrors. I think it's very good smoke and mirrors. I don't think it's machine learning. Well, maybe it is machine learning. Machine learning and autonomous intelligence are two entirely different things. So I think that Wilopo probably has some machine learning, and I think that uh, Zerpel probably has some machine learning because machine learning is is merely a matter of collecting analytics and then letting letting them get close to being able to make a decision. And then usually you've got us like an engineer somewhere in the middle saying – do I really want to go ahead with this decision or not? But the machine learning is presenting you the data that says, oh, you, you might want to do this. I think that Zerpel and Wilopo probably have something like that. But it's, that's, that, by the way, for everybody listening, that is pure conjecture. And if any of the guys over at Wilopo t- tune into the show, which one of them does on the regular, hey, I'm just, I'm just guessing, dude. If you want to Please come me, on the show. Please yeah, if you on. want to tell me, let me know. Please come on the show. <laughs> and if you got any, um, you know, obviously, Sir Paul, if you got anything you want to communicate, please send the letter to Robert. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see what gesture he's made to the listeners. It's not very nice. That didn't go down very well, actually. You wanted to say something much worse than that to me. But, you know, but it was funny in a way, wasn't it, Robert? It was very funny, I, except that I've already received numerous calls and letters from them. But that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. All right. I know I've been there. I've been on my other podcast. I do another podcast, listeners. 
which is a little bit on the edge. And I, I have numerous businesses and individuals that are not happy with me and they, not regularly, regularly, but like once or twice a year, I get letters sent to me. Uh, um, and in the end, it's water on the duck's back. You get the first one kind of, you get very heated. Six or seven later, it's just water on the duck's back, really. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, John and I, are, I have some uh, internal discussions. We need mm. to uh, have a little like podcast lovers quarrel here and and uh, go down and go down a rabbit hole. In the meantime, um, for those of you who are feeling uh, pokey along with John and I, I have a question. How funny would it be if John and I got dressed up in revolutionary outfits and did a bit on the Revolutionary War? I would like to see that in the comment section wherever we've got these videos posted. Where the, where the hell is this coming from? Going back to an original conversation. He, oh. he nixed it, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't going to happen, most likely. But I would like to see a poll because I think it would be super funny. So I want to see if anybody actually volunteers a comment after listening to this podcast anywhere. So where podcasts are dropped, uh, Amazon, uh, Apple, uh, YouTube, uh, there's so many different places that you could decide to look John up. But in the meantime, I'm going to give you the easiest and I'm going to plug John's social media so maybe he doesn't cut this part out of the show. Um, go to mail-right.com. And then look under the, the podcast and you can find the show uh, there or you can go to YouTube forward slash mail hyphen right and you can find the show. Sure, some of you have noticed that I've started to upload shows onto my own YouTube channel. I still have not quite figured out how I'm categorizing them. The shows are just there. Um, so we'll figure that all out. All right. John, you look depressed. Yeah. Do you want to say goodbye? No, I'll, I'll just, yeah. Goodbye, folks. We'll see you next week. Send us out, Robert. Okay. Oh, uh, that was it. Joe, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. We love your patronage, and we'll see you on the next week on the next week's show. You can look up John at mail, mail-right.com, and you can look me up at inboundrem.com.